2: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
3: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your
2: weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? Um, I've lost count. Or
3: shoot that, shoot
2: that!
0: Not exactly how you want to start the ninth inning. Timeout, Kenley Jansen. He wants to talk it over. Dodgers and Giants, all kinds of drama. Bottom of the ninth inning. Kenley Jansen, the ninth. He walks the leadoff batter. He is now 2-0 on the second batter of the inning. Brandon Belt, there is no ride Quite like the Kenley Jansen ride in Major League Baseball, Mike. I re- I don't get how Dodger fans can even watch the ninth inning of games. I really don't. I, 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 well, I they do that thing to. where
6: they kind of cover up their eyes, but not fully. Uh, it's it's really,
0: I, 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 I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you can watch the ninth inning when Kenley Jansen's coming in.
6: Well, maybe it, because it's 10 o'clock West Coast time on a Friday night, uh, you have a nice bourbon. Maybe a, a nice hot toddy. I, I don't know. Maybe a nice glass of red wine or uh, for you, some jolt cola. I, I don't know <laughs> what it's going to take, uh, but it, it certainly is, is frustrating, I'm sure. Stressful innings. We talk about stressful minutes in basketball and, and soccer, right, where, hey, you're in the playing defense for a good minute and a half right where there's shots the ball keeps slipping back away you can't get control you can't clear the zone hockey you can't clear the puck um yeah kenley jansen it's that uh all right it it usually turns out pretty well but it ain't going to be an easy watch (laughs)
0: <laughs> get it out, get it out, just get it out, get it out. <laughs> How many times am I yelling at the screen for that hockey? Get it out, yes. just get it out, just get it out.
6: let <laughs> come on. And I mean,
0: now I'm I, on I, on to I yelling do that.
6: Now they're going to yelling it on the soccer field. Get Just get it out! Just get it out! Get right, it out! I mean, look, when, when Madeline <laughs> – so my, my daughter, for those uh, uninitiated, soccer – so we have some good laughs every now and again with uh, playing style. I, I admitted earlier tonight they call her team mom because she'll just come up with the one-liner to kind of put it in perspective. And, and she – She doesn't have a 13 year old's vocabulary, okay? She listens to mom and dad. She listens (laughs) to watches stuff. Oh, (laughs) boy. So the big words come, and it's like, oh. You've been on
0: the radio for seven years. You know what you can and can't say, right? I don't care that it's after 10 No, o'clock. no, no, not those words.
6: Okay. <laughs> the uh, You know, where it's like, hey, what does that mean? And she'll start to explain it. So she'll have those moments. But back when she first started, big left leg, a lot of power, and still, you know, part of the game as it goes, corner kicks and all that fun stuff. But back in the day, it was just get it out of there, right? They had a couple of defenders that weren't uh, always committed to, to the defensive side of things. So she would track the ball down, just turn, and it was just sweep the zone. Just get it out. Just get, clear it, <laughs> get it out of there. So, like, I always call it because that was the, the Blackhawks in the 90s, it was dump and chase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have a couple of skaters that would uh, be part of the process. Yes, you're clearing the zone, hoping wishing that it creates some offense, and that was how her team operated. All right, Maddie's going to kick it far. Just start running like hell, <laughs> and it <and> still <laughs> comes to play every now and again. Just go, oh yeah, I go. From, go. I, I I go from hey, you know
0: your angle, your angle on here. You're here, you're this, you're that, and then I get to the point. Just get it out. Get it just get it out just get <laughs> right. it out all right just get it out now just all right, go it's been too long just go just go we'll fight we'll we'll fight the ball at midfield we'll fight it coming down if it goes out of bounds we'll get a throw in we'll live to fight another day just get it out but I have that quick uh, going down from okay this your angles you're here you outlet it get it out get it out just get it out just go let's just get down to it and just get it out uh, the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon live from the Fox Sports Radio studios uh, we get a big moment in college football but I wanted to talk about this for a few minutes because. Uh, we had the conversation last night about Tom Brady and mm-hmm. the buccaneers being one hundred percent vaccinated against COVID-19, which was a shocker because Tom Brady, who was one of the original COVID deniers, uh got vaccinated and it's a really big deal because Brady, not not from the fact that he you know he changed his mind, but this is a guy that won't even put sugar in his body. Okay. I'm not even going to do that. And I, I wondered how other players, leaders, quarterbacks who all want to win and not worry about losing players and games to COVID protocols, still not get the vaccine. Cause there's different ways you can think about it. It's like, well, here's Brady who doesn't put any bad stuff in his body. Everybody wants to say, I want more information. I don't know. Here's Tom Brady, right? You could call him. He'll tell you everything you want to know about what's good to put in your body. and What isn't good to put in your body. He'll tell you. And it, it, Sometimes it gets past the point of, hey, do I do it? Do I not? You know, I don't know. I don't know. But if you want to win and you want to be there for your teammates, that's a different story. You know, Jay Glazer told us last night when it came to the COVID vaccine, he didn't think one way or the other on it. But when he knew that it meant something for Jimmy Johnson uh, to get it and Terry Bradshaw for, for Jay to get it because these guys are older and they're more susceptible, he got it. He said, that's my family, and I don't want any of them to get sick, and I want the, the chances of them to be able to not get COVID. I want them to not have to worry about that, so
6: that's why I got well, it. Well, to le- lessen the possibility, right? Yeah, and None exactly. of it's going to zero, and that's the thing that you always I, – I, I feel like it's ridiculous that we have to stipulate that, right, is if like, you're going to your nocturnal act- activities, you're like, all right, we, we took precautions. You know, there's still a percentage chance – that yeah. something transpires at the yes. end of it. It's nine crazy. months from now or in the vein of a visit to a doctor. I mean, there's stuff that happens. It's the same thing taking a vaccine. It ain't 100 percent, people. You know, and, and, and that's what the and that's why I wanted to bring
0: this up, because this argument, this has gone crazy. Like this tweet I had last night has gone viral. And it's a really big thing, and I'm seeing – and I can't keep up with it, right? It's one of those things where everybody is responding and going, and I can't keep up. And I'm seeing the same things from people who don't like the tweet about about vaccine. It's my body. It's my choice. Would you do something from somebody you don't know? Would you take something from there? I'm like – I don't want to go, okay, well, you fly, don't you? Do you know the pilot? But you get on a plane, right? The pilot could be a lunatic, right? But you get on a plane and you fly. Oh, he's got such a calm voice. I feel better. Hey, I'm- uh, welcome, everybody. This is your captain speaking. Uh, I'm Jason Smith. I'm your pilot. Uh, Ooh, oh, the Mets just gave up a run. I'm really mad. I'm going to fly this plane really fast. i sorry. Uh, we're going to be fine here on our flight all the way from uh, Los Angeles to Las Vegas and McCarran International Airport. I mean, so certain... Certain arguments that I'm seeing are all the same ones. I want to know more information about it. All these things. These things that are just the same arguments that people have made for the past few months since the vaccines came out. And why I, why I bring this up is because this is why I'm glad that sports have decided to take a stand. And you may disagree with the stand, uh, that they're basically all saying, if you want to play with us, You're getting vaccinated. Now, you can agree or disagree with it, and I get that. I I, I, I I see both sides of that, but you can't disagree with the fact that this is sports trying to solve an issue that now we can't solve, right? The vast majority of players in the NFL have gotten the vaccine. We're at 93%, but you still have big-time players and quarterbacks who have said, yeah, I'm not, not going to do it, and they've all said the same. It's personal. It's my choice. And I, I don't know that anybody's got a good reason because if you had a good reason, you would say it and not just hide behind and think because you would want to get rid of all the bad attention you are getting for not getting vaccinated. So you still have a lot of people you still have 40, what 40%, 35% of the country still is not getting vaccinated and we're at loggerheads and there is and and we're just not seeing anything getting different and now we're worried about more variants of the virus going through because not enough people are getting vaccinated. So I give this is why I love the fact that the NFL, Major League Baseball and the NBA have all stood up and said, "Okay, we're, we're done with this now, right? We want to make money. We want our lives to get back to normal. We want our team's lives to get back to normal. This is what we want. You guys aren't doing it, all right? I've been hearing the same, we've been hearing the same crap for the past few months by, about pro-vax and anti-vax. You know what? We're going to solve this, right? You may not like it, but you got to be vaccinated if you're going to play. Right? That's what that's what the NFL has said about all of their employees. This is what the NBA is starting to say. This is what we're getting, all the different sports. And if you don't want to get the vaccine, well, you know what? Then you got to go through a lot of different protocols. You got to go through really stringent protocols if you want to play. We are making this decision that if you want to play, the way to play with us is to get vaccinated. Oh, you think that maybe you can still make a team if you're not vaccinated? Well, good luck trying that. You want to try it? Go ahead. Good luck. I like the fact that sports is Saying, "Hey, we are trying to take control of this because it's what sports always does, right?" I say it all the time. Sports leads when other when other factions of the United States fail to move forward past a subject that is very sensitive, and sports does it all the time. And they're trying to do it right now, and that's why this is such a big story.
6: Well, just on the the bigger scale, and, and look, I'm not going to beat the the Pat speech that like you're banging your head against the wall. Folks are entrenched in their analysis or lack thereof, of what's good, bad and different about things. And more information is always a, all right, you just haven't seen what you'd like to prove your point of view or dismissing, you know, folks based on maybe they didn't hit the gym as hard as you, uh, the last year or whatever the case may be when it comes to football, uh, and sports in general, right? We, we know for the NBA, you've got a couple of teams that have said, look, if you're playing for us, this is the rule, right? That's it. And for the NFL and NFLPA, they agreed to a set uh, of protocols. And, and you've got a few guys that have come public. Isaiah McKenzie, one of them, right? He, he got fined. So he said, all right. For the greater good, let's go. And does it mean he necessarily changed his mind? No, but he, he read the tea leaves, saw what it meant. Or maybe someone gave him a, a long speech that – you know, and, and what they've gone through, or a family member, or a friend's gone through, that, that changed their mind, right? I, I stopped counting the number of people I know that have had really bad experience with, with this and, and the deaths, you know, three degrees of separation, guys in our business or, or friends of friends and whatever else. But when you get down to it, you're looking at a, a team and a league and leagues that are trying to recover revenue lost, just like any business last year, and you can say, oh, they still got the TV money. That's great. They still lost a lot of revenue, right? It does, doesn't mean they're they're destitute and ready to fold up the shop. You know, it's not necessarily the same one-to-one as a mom-and-pop shop in your neighborhood. But the fact of the matter is it does uh, inform business decisions going forward and perhaps business decisions within the other companies that they're part of, right? Because it's not only just the sports Teams that are affected here, but you're trying to keep fans in the stadium. You're trying to keep players healthy, and if you're a team that has playoff and Super Bowl aspirations, you don't want this. And you know you want to limit the potential of this wreaking havoc on your locker room. And this is where all the studies and data points that you know I've cited over the last weeks. So you can podcast it. It's been there. You you either you know go in or you don't, and you recognize. As soon as it potentially costs somebody a game check or costs them work time or take it in extrapolate to the world at large, all of a sudden I got to take sick time because you didn't do this, that, the other. Yeah, resentment builds. And in a locker room, if suddenly guys aren't getting six figure checks, uh, all hell is going to break loose right? If a game actually has to be canceled. So, you, you know, you're, you're trying to do all, all that math and trying to go through the process and, and bringing it full circle to Brady is a guy that number one for him is winning. And he saw this as the way to keep that going without having to address it, you know, in full, other than the statement that, they're 100 percent vaccinated he hasn't had to address it fully hell remember he was tied to trump because of the hat well donald trump did a mm-hmm. speech where he talked about it yeah and know, referenced it last night he got booed for it but said take the vaccine yeah he's a, and, and he got, that, he's that, like, that did oh not go god, well we are we are so backwards oh my god it's crazy but uh, just the point being that brady took this step looking at a repeat Or you could look at it, you know, that's the cynical view, I think. Oh, he just took it because he wants to win another Super Bowl. But even if that's the reason, the underlying causes. If I don't, the potential opens the door even if it just increases the coefficient on that variable just a little bit. There I go trying to mix some math lessons in. You just said coefficient a variable. That's pretty good. I like that's that. That's good. But but you're trying to minimize that, right? As to what can hit your locker room and spread within the locker room and potentially take out a position group or a key player on your defensive line or whatever else, right? That's the bottom line. And so if that's the, the thing and you want to just put it about winning, then yeah, figure out how to win your day and and put it in the Tom Brady terms if that helps get you to the finish line. But certainly for the Buccaneers and the Falcons, they're the first two to go through. Does it mean that they won't have positive tests through the year? No, it doesn't mean that. But uh, the likelihood of it becoming a massive event and potentially... Extrapolating that out to you know coaches and trainers and people outside the building, their families and whatever potentially getting this and having dire effects. Yeah, that does, and that seems to me Tom Brady decided it was worth it, whether you like him or not. Twitter at
0: how about a fresca? Mike, gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Uh, the ride the lightning, bottom of the ninth inning with Kenley Jansen has turned out okay for the Dodgers. Jansen puts a couple on. He gets the outs. Messi is blank, but the Dodgers will take it. Uh, The Giants now uh, go down after putting two on with one out. So the Dodgers come to bat now in the top of the 10th inning. Giants and Dodgers tied at one apiece. We'll have more on this game. But coming up next, we go to Vegas. It was a big first couple of nights in college football. We got some big upsets on the way tomorrow. We have some big-time sure bets. How good is Alabama? Oh, keep it right here. Visit to Vegas is next. Fox.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
2: Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
1: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
5: Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For
0: others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. it is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Pirelli test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. All right, all right, you, all right. I'm looking forward to whatever lineup the Dodgers can put out here in the uh, bottom of the 10th inning. <laughs> Albert Pujols, who had to be the runner at second base to start the inning because he made the last out of the last inning. Goes to third base on a fly ball to center, and you know what? Albert Pujols runs like me, Mike Harmon. I, I think he and that I big first step second huh? to third. <laughs> oh, I'm watching him run going, that's how I run. Wow, okay. Wow. Pujols gets to third. They take him out of the game. Walker Bueller pinch runs. He oh, scores boy. on a sacrifice fly. The Dodgers are up 2-1 to one now in the 10th inning. I don't know who the hell's going to play first base with the dodgers next inning it could be greg brock i have no idea wow but I look forward to what this lineup could look like here in the bottom of the 10th inning
6: now that is a reference mm-hmm. you like that well huh? done yeah Yeah, that's good
0: uh speaking of what is well done joining us now on the hotline our insider long time vegas insider cbs sports analyst extraordinaire when it comes to everything you need to know In the World of Gambling, you can follow him on Twitter, at Todd Furman. That is at Todd Furman, also the co-host of the Bet the Board podcast. Todd, what's
4: happening, buddy? How are you, man? I'm doing well, gentlemen, and I think after what I saw transpire tonight in college football, I am no longer able to take shots at either the Northwestern Wildcats, despite their loss today, or the Syracuse Orange football program, because nothing that they'll accomplish this year will stoop to the level we saw in Lawrence, Kansas, where Kansas fans stormed the field after they beat FCS opponent South Dakota as a 13-point favorite. Well,
0: Todd come on it's Kansas man they, they win a game it's they have to celebrate something man it's a long time till college basketball starts
4: I mean their win total sits at one and a half so now the real sweat begins for everybody that went over the win total you have 11 cracks to get that elusive win the problem for the Jayhawks is I don't think they'll be more than a uh, less than a touchdown underdog in any of those games so let the chaos ensue gentlemen it's what we all live for during
7: the fall well
6: that's just it, though. You got to celebrate those W's when they come in your life, no matter how big or small. Todd, and sometimes at the books, uh, you look, man. If you if you cash a ticket, you cash a ticket. Doesn't matter how ugly it was.
4: Uh, that is definitely the name of the game, and it sounds like uh, you're, you're channeling your inner Will Healy. It's to celebrate wins wherever you can find them as Charlotte upset Duke earlier today. So let's just say it hasn't been a glorious day for basketball blue blood the imagination. But still, plenty of great sports action as we watch, uh, as you guys talked about the Dodgers and Giants in extra innings. And what appears to be destined for a fifth set at the U.S. Open between Francis Tiafo and Andrew Rublev. You know,
0: one thing I thought is interesting on Twitter today, you got kind of got into a back and forth about what constitutes a big upset in college football. We hear you oh, big upset. Well, it was only a six and a half point spread. What, what does it got to be for you? Like, a, does it got to be double digits? Does it have to be two touchdowns? If you say that's a big upset, what, what is that in your mind?
4: You know, Twitter's a little bit more lenient in this department than me. Uh, I would say it's got to be north of two touchdowns if you're going to call it a massive upset. Twitter wanted to say that it only has to be a seven-and-a-half-point underdog, which, honestly, we see all the time in college football. But it is crazy that we talk about, oh, North Carolina lost. They were a top-ten team. But it's a preseason poll. It's a team that lost four players that all went on to the NFL this past draft. And while I didn't have a Virginia Tech ticket in hand, I think it's a little bit of a leap of faith that we're going to put these tags on some of the games now yesterday a different story UC Davis goes on the road beats Tulsa outright as a 23 and a half point underdog that my friends constitutes a massive upset five point underdog wins outright playing on their own home field
6: no, it's a great, great discussion point as we go through. But you know what? We like to throw the big boots and locks on the table uh, to get people excited, Todd. Or at least that's the old gimmicks. Now it's hey, just uh, open your computer or hit Twitter, and we find advice. Because look, I'll even bust out a dartboard at some point here uh, in short order, and and try to find some wins. But week one of the the college football season, you know, is is there something you lean to? Obviously, a lot of information a lot of data uh, returning starters coach longevity and you know just an organizational stability Uh, where, where do you look for an edge you know in those kind of capacities in week one
4: Yeah, I think you mentioned returning starters, and that's an area where a lot of people spend time. But this season, unlike any other, you see an inordinate amount of familiar faces returning to campuses, especially at some of the group of five schools, more so than what we're going to see in the power conferences. So that gets a little bit overrated, in my opinion. Uh, I personally am a big fan of coaching continuity, uh, where you're not going to see a change in system, whether it's on the offensive or defensive side of the ball. And this season, especially early on, uh, a lot of the players that you'll see that are freshmen and sophomores have not played a true road game uh, in quite some time so the environments will be a lot different how do you handle adversity and how difficult does it become for teams to communicate uh, especially when they're playing in loud environments because we, last season there were a lot of games where you could hear a pin drop that won't be the correct case across the country tomorrow uh, whether we're talking about you know a sellout in annapolis for navy to play a home game and they've been pretty outspoken about it uh, or what you're going to see in a lot of other major on-campus venues
0: all right, let's take a look at some of the games tomorrow here because we have a great first week of, of games coming up. And let's start with the best team in the country, Alabama-Miami. This is a game played at a neutral site. Everybody loves Alabama. This game tomorrow, Alabama is a 20-point favorite, Todd. You know, Miami, look, yeah, they're a top 25 team and maybe they're a little bit overrated. But is 20 too many points opening week or do you like Alabama?
4: It's starting to get expensive. I mean, this was a game where you could have laid two touchdowns or even a shade less uh, at points during the summer. A number has ballooned out, as you mentioned, Smith, to almost three touchdowns. And for me to get involved, I'd probably need 21.5, and it would be a small value bet, if nothing more. When you look at Alabama, they've dominated their season openers. Under Nick Saban's leadership, I believe their mark is now 11-2 and against the spread. And if we go back to 2011, uh, the average point spread in those games has been right around Alabama, a three-touchdown favorite, and they win the games on average by 28 points, but this will be the second highest ranked opponent that Alabama has played in an opener. The only team that was more highly ranked coming into the season was Florida State back in 2017, and it was Alabama completely suffocating them defensively. I'm not a big Manny Diaz fan, and uh, I don't really hide that in terms of him calling the plays on defense. I do love De'Ara King, uh, but I'm very curious to see how this game unfolds. I lean more towards going under in the first half. I don't think Alabama's offense will pick up right where it left off, knowing the playmakers they lost and some of the inexperience that they'll see with Bryce Young.
6: Georgia on the road at Clemson, getting three. Dabo's still there even though he said once people started getting paid he'd quit. Uh, He came back for another (laughs) year to get his paycheck. Uh, Over under sitting at 51. How do we play it, Todd?
4: Uh, For me, a slight lean towards Clemson. Not a game I'm running to get involved in. Uh, But the more I dug into this one, I just have way too many concerns about a Bulldog secondary uh, that graduated a number of key components to the next level. You look at Eric Stokes. Uh, honing his craft in the NFL, Tiger Campbell as well. Georgia will be very good on the defensive line, and Clemson has talked about employing some pace and tempo so Georgia can't rotate players as much as they would like. Meanwhile, you know, let's see what Kirby Smart does. He hasn't exactly been able to win some of these big games since taking over in Athens. He's got to delegate some responsibility and trust Todd Munkin to call the plays on offense because Kirby Smart is stuck in the late 1980s. He wants to run the ball you in an inordinate amount of times, not trusting JT Daniels to throw it around the yard, but if they're going to find a balanced attack, it's got to be because JT has a chance to stretch that Clemson Tigers defense. He is on
0: Twitter at Todd Furman. That is at Todd Furman, CBS Insider Coast, Bet the Board Podcast again on Twitter, at Todd Furman, our man in Vegas. Todd, as always, buddy, appreciate your time on this, my friend. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, and next week, we're looking at week one of the NFL.
4: Can't wait, gentlemen. You guys do the same. Enjoy the long weekend. Hit them hard, brother. We'll talk to you soon.
0: Always fun visit with Todd Furman here. He's getting ready for a big weekend in Vegas. We're getting ready for a big weekend of college football. Dodgers fans are getting ready for whatever they're going to have in the ninth inning here or the tenth inning against the Giants. Uh, But Mike and I will give you our big... Upset specials in college football this weekend coming up in ninety seconds. We do it every week here on the show. So far, both Mike and I one and zero this season. He was right tonight, as you correctly and you were very happy about this, even though Northwestern lost. You were happy getting Virginia Tech uh, as your upset special. I at my upset special last night, Bowling Green getting thirty six uh, over Tennessee. I was sweating it out, but hey, a W is a W.
2: Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com metaverseimpact.
1: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
7: sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places Winter's coming
0: Here in LA, that means more rain For others, a wintry combination of sleet slush, snow, and ice Whatever winter means to you Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive it is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go. You think of calling for a ride home. Nah, I can drive. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over. You lose your license. Total your car. You kill someone. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for. By NHTSA. Dodgers and the Giants now going to the top of the 11th. Tied at two apiece. I can't believe the Dodgers have another pitcher left. I can't believe the Giants have many pitchers <laughs> left. This is going to be entertaining as hell to follow the 11th inning of this game. Justin but, Turner going to pitch again? He might. he get he two, might two appearances in? in a week? Yeah. I might have to close it. Out. I don't know. His arm might be. They might have to give him a little bit more time off. He might not be ready to pitch. Okay. Could happen. Could happen. Well, we'll see, man. Uh, But let's just say this, because sometimes certain things are about and certain events are about emotion and they just happen to hit the right note. We've had college football. We had a couple of games last weekend. We had some games last night. Uh, You know, look, college football is here. We've got a big slate tomorrow. You got a couple of huge games uh, involving top 25 teams. I mean, It's a great first weekend slate. But the moment that you could tell that college football was back after last year going through a season where fans couldn't really come to games and it was stilted, you had teams miss games and have it postponed because of COVID – You had a moment tonight that was so inspiring, it made me want to go play. And I'm 50, and I just don't run anymore because I'm 50, because I coach. I always tell the girl, Coach, aren't you going to run? No, I coach. You run. You're the player. I coach. That's what it is. Uh, It was the beginning of the game tonight between Virginia Tech and North Carolina, right? A game that Virginia Tech won an upset in Blacksburg. This is the opening Of the game when you have 50,000 people on their feet screaming. And this is why Enter Sandman was trending at the top of Twitter. Four hours after the game ended because of the visuals and the audio of what this represented. This was the open to the game. Again, it was an ESPN game. And this was the open to the game where you watched visuals and heard audio and it, it made me want to go play. Take a listen. You see the fans are hopping up and down and screaming. The players are hopping up and down. They got the flags they're running out with. Cannons are going off on the field. They're showing shots of Mac Brown and Sam Howell warming up. And this is a moment where I got so caught up, and I knew exactly what I would do if I was on the sideline. I would start screaming at the fans, going, "You blankety blanks, we're going to kick your blankety out. I would just wow. lose my mind. It was so exciting because I get that way sometimes when I was playing. I have no- no doubt. I would, I would lose my mind sometimes and the emotion in it. And it was that kind of moment. I've watched that probably 15 times over the course of the night tonight. And just seeing how excited it is, like it's one big bleeping rock concert. And it was so exciting. We've Look, we've seen big opens. We've seen fans go crazy. We've seen... Fans take teams, take the field. It was just something about this, this moment in time that says college football is back. No matter what happens, we're going to win. Our way of life is going to win and we're going to do it. And that's kind of what that moment said to me.
6: Well, it's all coming back, right? I mean, in, in some way, shape, or form, be it Broadway. Uh, I'm going to see Hamilton on on Sunday, and I just got a bunch of emails. Uh, I don't know if they had a bug uh, to send me it three times, uh, but reminding me of, you know, vaccination requirements uh, and the test. But either way, uh, folks are getting into games. We're ready for packed NFL stadiums next week. But this was just a sea of people, and you just kind of smile going, all right, we're back. Let's get after it. Now we just need enough people to fill the Rose Bowl. Uh, so, you know, there's a home field advantage there. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at
0: Swollen Dome. Our best of podcast goes up in about 10 minutes. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can get it. Download, subscribe. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. Brian Noah is coming up next. Fox. Cucio.
3: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
5: Let's go places. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony Delisandra.
0: Billie's vocals. It was automatic art.
2: You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been,
6: like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like,